0: Welcome to Had a Magical Day, the podcast about Disney parks that's like taking a vacation in the middle of your day.
1: Hello, we'd like to welcome you to another episode of Had a Magical Day. I'm Andrea, and this is my co-host Scott. Scott. <laughs> Hello, Scott. <laughs> you forget who he is sometimes. That's okay. Hello. Yes, and, and we have a, once again, we are a very, uh, very exciting episode for you. We want to talk to you about something that I think maybe your casual Disney fan wouldn't know about or somebody who'd gone to Disney for the first time, but certainly like uh, repeat offenders that go to Disney would would probably start to get interested in this topic. So Scott, why don't you tell us about what this topic is?
0: Sure. So we're going to talk about tours and events that they offer at Disney World. Um, yeah, to Andrea's point, like I didn't... <clears throat> know about these i I go a lot and after going so many times i thought i want to do find something a little different to do on this next trip and if you use the my disney experience website or app and i think uh if you remember like the last episode andrea uh, dan crown talked a lot about that how his family uses the app and how important it is like plan your trip or whatever but they have uh one of the headings there is things to do and most people only go down part way, and that list is like hotels and there's restaurants and stuff like that. But they have a, a menu item there that's uh, events and tours or tours and events. And so I, I want to talk about some of those things because they went away for a while during the pandemic, but they're starting to come back. And so there are things you might uh, want to try out when you go to uh, uh, Walt Disney World.
1: Okay, so Scott, this is a way to like take your Disney experience kind of up a notch. Like Yes. been to Disney- you've done all the stuff you're like okay this is cool i'm having a good time like what else can i do at this at this park or maybe if you're spending a whole week there this might be something to kind of check out I exactly
0: right? yeah yeah if you're spending a week there or like you said maybe you want to do something special maybe it's a special trip you want to add a little extra special thing to your to your experience uh these are good for that and they're not crazy expensive um compare i mean disney's already crazy expensive so relative to that it's not that expensive but Understandably, a lot of people, it's very expensive to go to Disney just once. And so you know this might be a little too much extra to pay for, but if if you're doing a once in a lifetime trip, it might be worth saving up a little bit longer to do one of these things if it really catches your fancy. Uh, For people like you and I, Andrew, have a little bit more money, uh, it's actually pretty reasonable to do and uh, it's worth checking out. So I'm gonna go through a bunch of them and uh, I might start in that kind of in the order that I did some of these things. And say my favorite one for, for last. Um, uh, so we're gonna start with the tours. We'll talk about events later. We'll, we've already talked about them a little bit in, in previous shows. So I won't spend a lot of time on that but I wanna talk about the tours. So the first one that I did was this thing called Backstage Magic. And this is a Ooh. tour. Yeah, it's a tour of all four <laughs> parks and it takes the full day. Um, and when I, when I first started about, thought about doing this show, Andrew, and I was trying to think like how much these things cost. Like I thought it cost four hundred dollars for this thing. It's a full day. You have a, a lunch, a really nice meal. Uh, I think you have two meals, or you might have been two meals. And uh, and it's it's two seventy five currently. At least last time when I looked this up, it was two seventy five for this backstage magic. Now one of the, the catches is that for most of these tours, in fact, all of these tours, I think I'm going to talk about, you have to have a ticket to the park like it does not include a ticket okay. to the park you have to have that already um so, so
1: wait hold up wait hold up so it used to be 400 and now it's 275
0: no 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 I thought it was 400 I'm trying to say uh, that that's uh, like how much value I thought there was in in the okay. trip, in the in the tour
1: but okay I wait I gotta stop you there because that's all right 275 that's pricey so that if, is price is the most adult, exp- this yeah. is the most expensive one Yeah,
0: this is the most expensive one. I'm just
1: thinking, like, if you're a family of four, you're over a thousand for that. Yes. So, this is something you really got to be interested in to do or pretty serious about. This isn't, you know, unless you want to quickly.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I want to talk about this one and contrast it with Keys to the Kingdom, which is similar, but less than half the cost. And that is one that, that I did with my family as a treat. I bought tickets for everybody to do keys to the kingdom, but so I'll start with the backstage magic. So this covers all four parks. You start at Epcot and they take you behind the scenes, which is really cool to me. And I think to most people who are kind of Disney park nerds. And so uh, we started at, at Epcot. We took, got on the bus. We rode around to the back of um, the American Pavilion. You know, where they have that show. Yep. American history and so we were in the back and we got to see like how this show worked and how they have like half a dozen different stages and they're on racks and they they bring one up and they lower one down and that's what's going on behind the curtain while you're distracted by the action in front and they actually had the animatronic head of Ben Franklin that they were working on and you could see how it worked it was really cool to kind of see the mechanics of, of these animatronics up close and how they made the thing move so that part was pretty cool. I'm trying to think of the, some of the other highlights. So we went, I think at Animal Kingdom, when we went there, we actually went to uh, a warehouse where they store all the equipment for the big uh, parade that they do around the tree of life. And they have these huge puppets. And so we got to see all of that. We got to see the- So wait, wait. Yep.
1: How do, they get, how do they get you from park to park? Do they just like put you a on bu- a bus? bus, and- yeah,
0: you're a okay. nice coach. Okay. Bus for the, the entire time
1: okay and how many people are on the tour with you about is it like 20 or 30 i think
0: it varies just by you know how many people book it i think when i went i think it was like maybe eight of us all together oh wow yeah and that's oh, another okay. another nice thing for these tours so i started doing it uh because we talked about in the previous episode i i go there by myself often and it was a good way to kind of fill some time and you meet other people, you obviously have a common interest (laughs) in Disney and we met a lot of cool people doing doing these tours and people are very friendly. So yeah, we did. So we got to see like all that stuff for the animal kingdom. Sorry, a little bit about like where they feed the animals and house the animals at night. And we went to a topiary. Actually, this might've been more on Epcot side, but it, it was like a big, greenhouse several greenhouses where they grow these bushes and plants to be in the shape of disney characters Oh, cool yeah and it takes years so you got to see them like the ones in various stages like one that just started one that was almost completed and ones that were in the middle so that kind of thing was cool um hollywood studios what do we do at hollywood studios i don't remember a whole lot about the behind the scenes at Hollywood studios. Oh, this was back when they had the backstage, uh, the, the movie lot tour thing, oh, yeah. the ride for the movie lot. There they took us backstage or what they call backstage where all the what costumes got made. And they oh, make wow. a ton of costumes for all the, obviously all the characters and all the cast members in the park, but they also do some for some of the movies that they made. And so they're showing us some of the, the sketches and designs for some of these famous dresses from these characters in the movies. And so that was really cool. So you got to see a lot of that and how those things were made. And then at uh, Magic King, oh, so we had lunch, where did we have lunch? Uh, I forget we had lunch. We had a really nice dinner at the, uh, what is it, the Wilderness Lodge? It's it's in Magic Kingdom. It's across the lake. It's a really beautiful building. It's huge. And they have a really nice uh, lunch thing. And so it it was really good food for lunch. And in the Magic Kingdom, we got to do what they call the Utilidor. I don't know if we've talked about this before. But for people who don't know, so the Magic Kingdom, when they built Disney World, it's actually the second floor of Disney World. When Walt built Disneyland, the one thing that always bothered him about it was he could see cast members who belonged in Adventureland walking through Fantasyland or whatever to get out of the park because there was no other way to do it. They had to, and he didn't like that. So when they built Disney World, they built this underground passageway and also control center for the entire park. And it's called the Utilidor. And so you get to go down under this Utilidor walk around and see all the garbage chutes and all this other stuff they have some uh, memorabilia down there as well Um, and it's really interesting because that's if you ever you may not notice this but when you're in disney world you never really see anybody emptying garbage or you never see them carrying garbage bags around and that's because right next to or within each uh, garbage basket that they have there's a a chute, which is like it's like a big pneumatic tube you know like uh when they have for sending uh, office messages in the old days you put it in the tube and you toss it up it gets sucked right up and so that's what they do with the garbage and you actually get to see that that underneath the garbage being you know sucked in these tubes and floating through the system until it goes into a a garbage disposal um so this
1: is like this is all right. This would be for folks that are really interested in kind of like want to know next level kind of Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if you're an adult and you're with kids, and you're not that interested in the rides. and You want to take a break and kind of learn something different. So you kind of you're really getting kind of behind the scenes how things work. And, all right. So that's pretty neat. I can get down with this.
0: Yes. Now that, like I said, it's really expensive, especially if you have a group of people going and it takes all day. Takes most of your day, so if you're already spent, you know, you're already you're going there and you spend all this money on tickets. So it's the two seventy five plus whatever you spent for tickets. that's so really is it. Really is like four hundred dollars that you spent um, just to do this and nothing else. You have a little bit of time, by the time you're finished, you have like three hours left in the park, depending on which park you're in. <clears throat> but the alternative to that is Keys to the Kingdom. So, as okay. the name suggests, it's just the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And it's only for half a day okay and i did this with my family last time we did a family trip uh, to disney world and that was really cool because you get to see some of the same thing where you get to do the utilidor um, that's how it ends basically but you get to go you know you walk down main street with them and they tell you a lot of things that you can find online about forced perspective and the names on the some of the buildings on main street and what, who they reference and those things but then you get to go behind the scenes, like we got to sneak into the Honda mansion and walk oh, wow. behind the scenes where the cast members walk and, and come out right where the dune buggies are and just get on the ride, which was cool. All
1: right, so, yeah. so like when I go to like um, national parks or something, I like to mm-hmm. go and do the ranger tour. And this kind of sounds similar to that. Like you go to a national park, you like, oh, okay, I'm looking at Old Faithful, this is cool but then you get the ranger and they kind of give you a lot more information about it. So this is kind of almost like that for Disney. Like, you know, you can go, you can ride the Haunted Mansion, but you could also do this next level thing to kind of get some more info about it. So this might be great for folks interested in history, maybe, or kind of pop culture or. Yeah. I guess, right. Yeah.
0: It's definitely, if you're interested in the history of Disney and how Disney works and there are other tours that don't involve as much in terms of like on this, Keys to the kingdom. You're not always guaranteed to be going behind the scenes of the Haunted Mansion. It could be some other ride, but they do right. take you behind the scenes to have at least one ride on this tour. And then they take you out way back where they have all these warehouses where they fix stuff up. So you get to see like all these uh, vehicles from different rides that they might be fixing up. You see some old ones that they no longer use. We got to see. Um, hippopotamus from jungle cruise oh cool yeah that they were working on <clears throat> and the cool thing about that like everything they do at disney like you find this out like when you did the uh, backstage magic as well when you start off behind the american pavilion you realize that disney only spends money on what people can see so that american pavilion building and all the buildings in epcot basically on the front half they look like how they look how you see them as a as a <clears throat> as a tourist at disney world but on the back they paint everything like the same bland green or whatever that they buy in bulk and it's cheap um so all the backs of the buildings are just like cinder block and they're just painted one color
1: so, so does that, i mean does that kind of like take away a little bit of the disney fun when you see that or is, are you just kind of like oh okay that's just the way it is like you know, because I imagine like if you asked me to describe the back of it, I'd be like, well, it's just like the front. It's all, you know, yeah, I, yeah. Like logically I would know that, but I don't know. It's Does a little bit kind of impactful. It? It's
0: a little bit of both. Yeah. For me, it was like, yeah, like you said, it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. But here I was like, Oh, that's smart. You know, I'm here to learn more about how they right. run run the place. So and now actually because they built the Skyway thing, you can see that when you're in the when you're in the Skyway. You can see that the you can see yes. the back of some of the Epcot buildings. You're like, Oh, let's <laughs> not even painted right <laughs> um so that was really cool getting to see those different things oh so the hip so on the hippos and all the animals in in, in jungle cruise they're not complete animals they only made enough of the animal that you can see so the hippo is okay. only it's only half a hippo
1: this is kind of bumming me out scott oh, <laughs> <Like> really <laughs> I, I, yeah like you know intellectually like i know yeah that makes total sense why would you do anything to the bottom half nobody's ever going to see it yeah. but you know, I'm just envisioning like this whole like hippo body. So, all right, okay, all right. So you will lose a little bit of the crazy, you know, stuff that as an adult you know is not real. So maybe kids should not go on this if you're kind of trying to preserve.
0: Yeah, this is definitely more for adults, right? I mean, this is okay. It'd be kind of boring, I think, for kids for the most part.
1: Well, especially if there's like crazy roller coasters out the door. <laughs> you're like, no, 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 we're gonna go. Uh- yeah, we we're gonna, Franklin's head a
0: while. yeah, we're going to yeah, walk around easy. and talk about uh, the history of Disney World <laughs> for <laughs> four hours.
1: Oh man, this is maybe that could be the punishment, like the threat, like okay, you got to behave or else. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: No, uh, no.
0: But but yeah. price wise, so this one was is one hundred fourteen dollars.
1: Okay, All right, so not to, too
0: bad. As opposed to yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like that one, that seems like a pretty good deal for the most part, and okay, everybody loved it.
1: Sorry. Great. And I was gonna say, like, if you're a Florida resident or somebody that has a season pass and they're there all the time, this would just kind of be an extra thing to maybe check out too.
0: Yes, and for people who do have the annual pass, you get a discount. So I think I got 10% off or 20% off. I forget, I think it was like 10, 10 or 15. Okay. But yeah, when when you're buying it, like I bought the Magic Keys to the Kingdom for four people. So that added up that that discount. Okay, now one that's a little bit different that i did as well is the wild africa trek
1: okay what is that
0: i think you'd like this have you you've, have you you've been to animal kingdom
1: yes i have right? yep
0: and you've done the safari where you get in the vehicle and you're right pretty cool right, right. live animals all types if you go in the morning everybody you want to go first thing in the morning that's when the animals are up and active <clears throat> well the Af- wild africa trip is the same thing as that except you're not following any path you have your own private thing so you get to see the animals a little bit and then you go behind the scenes and okay, so you're just
1: like you walking through this or are you yeah we
0: actually like walked through the woods at one point oh. okay. and came out to where the, the hippos are where they feed them and we had to be strapped in to an over a uh, 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 metal thing above us so we didn't fall okay, into like the. That hippo pool but yeah you're throwing them heads of lettuce and stuff that they just wolf down so that was pretty cool and then there's actually a uh, a one of those like rope suspension bridges over the alligators that you have to go across Uh and again they they lock you in you know over like a zip line kind of and you just you go through it and of course they do it with the slats there's occasionally there's a couple slats missing and you get a you know to ramp right, up, right. ramp up the drama, but you're getting very close view of these animals on that part of the tour. Yes, and then you know, then you're in, you're back in your vehicle, and you, you drive a little bit, and you have lunch like in the middle of the Serengeti or whatever. Right, right. Cool. Preserve it's supposed to be at that point, point. and it's a really nice lunch, and it's a beautiful. Hot, you'll see it if you if you go on the tour uh, on the regular ride. As you first come into the opening and you see all these animals, you look to your left, you'll see this, this building over there. And it's got a beautiful deck that you can walk around and, and see things. Um, So that was really good. And, and the people I was there with, one of the couples they'd been there like two or three times, like it was their favorite thing to do. Um, That one's a little pricer. That's uh for some reason that had a price range when I looked these prices up uh, a couple months ago. So it was like 180 nine to 194 or 199 so roughly 200 bucks okay. a person
1: okay
0: um that and also was time- like, like half a day
1: oh, half a day okay
0: yeah um okay. so those were the main tours i did now let's talk a little bit about events and some of these that we've talked about before so i'll talk about one we haven't talked about before and this was the the fireworks dessert party
1: Ooh, that I can magic coming,
0: yeah. And so, um, basically, it was in. If you you know, come down Main Street, and yep. you're at the big rotary there, if you go to the right towards uh, Tomorrowland, and okay. there's that little pavilion that has like some fast food, or used to have fast food burgers. It didn't have it; it was closed the last time I was there. But uh, in that area, that's where they do this dessert fireworks party. And they have all tons, tons of desserts. They have champagne um, and the desserts are really good. And I forget what it cost because they did not have it on the website last time I looked because they weren't doing it. But I believe it was coming back and ballpark. There were two sets of prices. If you, I think the baseline price was like 100, 150 or something, maybe it was 100. And there's more if you wanted to get preferred seating. So you could actually sit there in that, Well, that restaurant was basically the seating at the front and you could watch the fireworks. But if you didn't, which I didn't do, they took you out. And there's a little courtyard that people can't get in because it's fenced in and they open up the fence for you and you sit there or stand there and watch watch the fireworks. And I thought it was actually a better view there because the people in the other place have an overhang.
1: Right. So So, can you. All right, let's talk about the desserts for a second. So can you just go up and like, is it just kind of a la carte and help yourself? Yeah, it's a
0: buffet. It's like a buffet of desserts. It's beautiful.
1: (laughs) You can go crazy. So don't eat any food all day. Just go to this at night and you'll be all set.
0: Yes, well, you know, you risk getting a tummy ache. (laughs) But yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And so this sounds like we've talked to some folks that have got engaged there or maybe got even married there. So this might be a kind of a nice romantic thing to do. I'm, I'm guessing probably mostly adults at this or mix of No, there or... were a lot of
0: kids. There were a lot okay. of kids. Yeah, to the, to the extent that I felt like normally when I travel alone, I don't feel awkward at all. I felt right, a little right. awkward there because it was all, mostly all families.
1: <laughs> oh, really? All right.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there were a lot of kids okay. running around loading oh, up on okay. cookies and desserts. All
1: right all right because i see that more as like an adult thing like okay we'll watch fireworks well you know but okay whatever
0: yeah surprisingly yeah at and now at epcot they have a similar thing and we didn't do that like when I the last family trip i wanted to do different surprise things so i couldn't get the thing for like the dessert firework thing but there was a thing in um, morocco and there was a kind of a after fireworks or pre-fireworks um wine pairing and so you go and you get these four different appetizers with four different wines to go to go with them and i enjoyed it a lot my my sister and her her husband were not not adventurous foodies so they didn't care (laughs) for some of the food but my niece and i really liked it so Um, so that's that's another option and again i don't remember what what that one cost that was a little bit more with the food and wine Um, and then for other events we've talked about these on the show before we just the first episode of the season we had halloween at uh, the halloween right. events and we've talked about i think mickey's merry christmas before very merry christmas now they're calling it something else but that's about that was 169 uh, this past season
1: uh, and that's the that's actually the one thing i did um i did do mary's the mi- christmas we were going down i my husband had a work convention down there and so we you know we got a discount on the hotel for work and all that and so i figured we're also we were going down with some of his colleagues and the colleagues are super disney fans Mm -hmm. and they were like you gotta go you have to do this you have to do this and i'm with my daughter on the plane we're all excited so i was like all right we'll do it and i bought the tickets and then like i got i looked at the bill afterwards and i was like "What? what did i just do (laughs) (laughs) Why did I just do this now, so I was peer pressured into it. But we had a great time. It was it was a lot of fun, and um, I don't know if I need to do it again anytime soon. But it was a good it was a good experience. I'm glad we did it.
0: Yeah, for, for our listeners, why don't you talk a little bit more about like what you did, what it involved, what, what you got when you, when you go to the, the very merry. Christmas. Okay,
1: so what happened was they um, they kind of kick everybody out except for the folks that have the the merry Christmas pass. And for us, the big benefit was there was no lines to go on rides. So we were just kind of run on the rides. They did a parade, which was pretty cool um, with kind of like funky Christmas stuff. I remember uh, they had um, uh, like the Nutcracker soldiers marching which was kind of freaky, which I'd never seen before. <laughs> and, um, then you could get like free cookies and cocoa and all that. So, um, you know, good time. I was definitely peer pressured, and it wouldn't have been something I would have thought to do on my own. But like I said, my husband's colleagues were so excited; they're like, "You have to do it!" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> all right, we're getting a discounted hotel, why not?" And um, and we and we did have a fun night. It, it was, you know, I think it did make the trip a little bit, a little bit more special than because and we were it was gearing up towards Christmas too, so that that kind of that was fun.
0: Yeah, it's a fun event. Like I said, it's a little pricey. Um, yeah like we've talked before like we're not big parade people but um uh, i'm not usually a big show person but i did really enjoyed the show there when i went i've been twice but i went with my family the first time and it really was like, put you in the christmas spirit you know all the them performing and dancing all the christmas songs and stuff um, and it's cool to kind of see the fake snow too at, at disney
1: world yeah yeah no it was it, yeah it was definitely you know an experience to go to and i think um I liked, I said, it was crazy, like nutcracker soldiers was so freaky. I love them. <laughs> <And they're, laughs> you know, they them kind of all marching in unison and they had these bizarre nutcracker outfits on mm-hmm. and, you know, they're really kind of over the top with the Christmas stuff. And I think it was, it was right around Thanksgiving. So it, you know, kind of kicked Christmas into gear for us that year.
0: Yeah. I was speaking of Christmas uh, when I was at the destination D23 conference uh, in November. They claimed, and I still find this hard to believe, and I might've mentioned this before on the show, but they claim that all the Christmas decorations they put up there, that they they don't make them. They actually buy them. Like most of the Christmas decorations, they actually buy right. online or they scavenge the, glo- the, the globe to find these things. And wow. I just find that hard to believe because when he first started to say, I thought <laughs> he was going to say they, they buy it and it's available at the Disney store or whatever. I thought they were going to try to sell us, but they're just saying, no, they have people, they just scour the globe looking for, Christmas decorations that will fit into different places.
1: So they're, they're going to Target and Home Depot just like us, huh? And buying bulbs?
0: I think they go for something a little bit more exotic, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's talk about some free events, which, uh,
1: okay. like yeah, events.
0: yeah the, the most famous one is the Food and Wine Expo, which starts, I think, in the summer and goes almost till... November, October, right around there. Um, this is probably the biggest one that they do. Um, and people love it. And the food is fantastic. Uh, have you been, Andrea?
1: No, no. And I it was always like, I have a friend that would go and you know, I'd always hear the stories about like, we're going to drink around the world. And, but like, what goes on? Is it free? Like, do you just pay to Epcot and then you just buy food or are they giving? Yeah, it's just, it's just, what? yeah,
0: it's free with your admission, but you do have to okay. pay for the food. And they have a thing, like they have a center for this and you can go to the center and you can get uh, your passport. So it's a booklet, that tells you what's at each country and you know they have like to gamify stuff to make it fun. So you can actually, when you go to each country and get the food, you can get a stamp and you can collect stamps of all the countries you went to. Um, also, if you're an annual pass holder, you wanna to go to the center because you get a gift when you go there. And usually the gift is a magnet, exclusive to annual pass holders. But if you go repeated times, because I have a friend who lives in Florida, like after yeah. third time, you get a different gift. The fifth time you get, the more you go, the better your gift is. Um, but to and, you.
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. So my question for this is like, so what? what's kind of the point of it? Is it just like, I mean, I point points obviously to make money at Disney, but what? what's kind of the goal? Is it like?
0: It's just to eat food, to eat really good food. Like better, <laughs> better than the average uh, food that they have there for sure.
1: Oh. All right. So why does like Disney, if it's free to get in and you yeah. you've your ticket to get in or whatever, like what does Disney get out of it? Just kind of raising their profile to have this thing. Like that's what I never quite understood about it.
0: Sure. Well, I think originally it started, I think it's kind of a, maybe an off peak thing to get people, more people into the park. Okay. They certainly make money off the food. Okay. You know, you're, you're buying all this food. You're probably eating more than you normally would at the park. Uh, Cause you're trying to sample all these different things. And all the things are kind of small little appetizers versions. So you can, you can hit four or five countries, you know, before you get full. Um, but so each country in the pavilion has something. And then other countries that don't aren't represented in the pavilion have little stands as well. And so there's just tons <coughs> of food and drinks as well. Um, okay.
1: So, yeah. so that makes sense. So, cause it's usually in the fall. So it's probably like after school is back in. So a way to kind of build some excitement in the park and it's, it's because it's really kind of morphed into its own thing now, right? Like people go yes. exclusively. Okay.
0: Yeah. And it's so popular. that They extend it. Like it's now it takes up like half the year it's running. Um, and if you play, so this is a pro tip for, for our listeners. If you, if you look at the calendar, there is one period, I think towards the uh, mid-November maybe, it's like the last week of the food and wine festival. You can do the, the, the Halloween thing and then also do the Merry Christmas thing. Like, like <laughs> one ends and the other begins. So if you like plan your seven or eight days right, you can, you can do like all three things on your trip. Um, so that's it similar to that. So the wine and food festival is such a big thing. They try to do other things at different times of the year. So right now at this time of year, uh, January, when we're recording this, it'll probably be February when this comes out, um, they have the festival day arts. Um, it's like a smaller version of the food and wine festival, except there's, there's less food and wine and there's more arts and all the art is okay. Disney themed art. So it's not like you thought. Like you go to France, maybe you see some impressionist art, and you go to Italy, you might see some Renaissance. Now it's all Disney themed art.
1: So, but do they do Disney impressionist art? That's the question.
0: Maybe I didn't see any <laughs> when I was there last year, but I wasn't particularly looking at at all of it. So, and what was the last one I wanted to? do? Oh, the flower, um, the flower show. It's it's got a bigger name. I forget the full name of it um but that runs yeah. after this festival of arts is over then they do the flower show which is like the spring into the summer and then they oh, do the food and wine festival so the flower one is so like do they do? They, the flower what one just wise? has all, all these topiaries that are shaped like characters okay. and different themes yeah
1: and they do they just kind of intersperse them around epcot and you can just kind of go check them out with things yes or is it... yeah
0: so you see a lot of people taking pictures with the different the different ones okay. you know um and I think then they have some, they have some places that have all sorts of tips or things you can buy related to flower and garden and, and whatnot.
1: Um, well, the one, the other event that I think we missed, and I, I think it's probably been on hold because of COVID. I've never gone to, I've never participated in it, but I would kind of see it in action. Would be the um, the Disney Marathon. Oh yeah. And the road race they do, and uh, I had a friend that did it. I think she did the half marathon, and she said it was kind of wild. So they had to like line up like at three in the morning or something ridiculous. Yeah. To go do the that that seemed a little bit torturous to me, but I remember the marathon runs through the parks, and we were in um, Animal Kingdom, and I you know we would see the runners running bikes. They had part of the park roped off for them, um, and then I noticed that they would take a break from the race and go hop on ride, go oh, really? to the ride, get off, go back in the race. So, you know, that was kind of fun. I was like, that's not a bad way to do things. Take a break. Hey, I'm going to go do Space Mountain for a little bit. And I'll get back in the race afterwards.
0: Yeah, um, I hate running. So I would, it, I would like it, that approach.
1: <laughs> I, no, I, I enjoy running. And it's kind of like one of those things, like in theory, I'd like to do it. But then, you know, when my friend was telling me, no, no, you got to like get on the bus at three in the morning. I was like, I, I don't think I need to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: I'll just to them from the side but they look like they're having fun
0: yeah right well they do that because right, they don't want to shut down the park for the runners but they want the runners to be able to go through the park so they're going to do it before park opens
1: yeah so that looked like you know fun and i'll be curious to see if they bring back that after covid really settles down
0: i think they did didn't they because it's outdoors so it's not so risky Yeah, uh,
1: i think maybe but i think it's there's a lot of um you know the lining up Mm-hmm. And I think they group together for a long time. And then sure, they also yeah. do like, they do like an expo too. And that might be part of it where they're selling things. Mm-hmm. And that's all obviously. So um, so I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked at it lately, but.
0: Yeah. And that, so maybe
1: that'll...
0: correct me if I'm wrong, but they also, you don't have to do a full marathon. You can do a half marathon too, right?
1: Oh yeah. And then they have something crazy where they, they call it, I forget what they call it, like the goofy challenge, I believe. Mm -hmm. where there's there's like five three or maybe three you can do a 5k half marathon maybe a 10k maybe a full marathon and then there are some folks that do (laughs) excuse me all of those races (laughs) and you'll see them walking around they get like a very special medal for like doing all the races in the one weekend or something crazy Uh yeah um so if you're a runner that could be fun
0: oh yeah oh yeah also i forgot to mention on the tours you get like a special pin as well so if you're into collecting pens, that's kind of cool too. All right. Yep. All right. Well, I think that about covers it. I think we covered I think we covered all the events and we covered a large number of the tours. So.
1: Yeah. And if we missed any events, call in people. Let us know what we're missing. But I think we got them all.
0: Yeah. If you've been to one of these events we didn't mention or even you've been to one that we did mention and you want to talk about it, we'd love to have you on as a guest.
1: All right. Hey, Scott. So I think that that wraps it up for today, huh?
0: Yes, I think so.
1: All right. Well, I guess then we'll
0: see see you you real soon.
1: soon.